Hello and welcome to another episode of the Nitty Cloud Chasers podcast. Today I am joined by Asimatli. Hi Asimatli, how are you doing? Hey, hey, hi everyone. I am all goody, I'm all goody. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. Thank you for asking. And we're also joined by Abongile. Hi Abongile, how are you doing? Hi Glenda, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Love it, love it. We are missing a fellow co-host today, Pilisa. Unfortunately, she is sick, so she won't be able to join today's episode, but we will continue on. In today's episode, we'll be focusing on the first round of games that were played in June of the TNL. Interesting. Slay. I'm looking forward to that. Slay. Let's slay this. Let's do this. First, we have some riveting games that we want to speak about from Division 1 of the first round of games played in June. Starting off with the match between the Stings versus the Crinums. Um, so this match ended with the Crinums beating the Stings 47 goals to 44. Let's hear your comments, guys. How did that game go for you? Okay, Matthew, you can go first. Okay. Um, well, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time, screaming <laughs> my lungs out the entire match. Oh, my God. I was so stressed. It was such a good match. It was True. high intensity. It was it was it was just so good. It was so good. And also that match showed us how important it is to start strong as a team. Yes. And at that point that's yes. when I felt that things didn't start strong, but they were mm. able to finish strong. Had they started strong, I, I think we would have um um we, we would have had um a different scoreline there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Thank think you. it shows how important the start is. But True. also for me, I feel like that game exposed the leg of depth these things have yep, on their yep, yep. Yes, yes. For me, that I was like, mm, mm, mm. they have so much talent in defense, but that cheering circle, uh, the front, the front. Yeah, something has to be done there because you can't be, you can't miss Sean more and then be like, oh, okay, now we don't know what to do. Do you understand? Yeah. Because when you train, you don't train at seven, you train at twelve. Exactly. So it kind of like exposed them that they need to work on certain things, you know. But that fourth quarter, that is what South African netball is all about. Your yes. edge of the type of things. It was so intense. And had that shot gone in for the stings, I wonder what the outcome would have been different, you know? Mm. Because that long range shot was not necessary. But, you know, exactly. when, you're your, but you, when you're feeling yourself as a player, you just go for it, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I think also it has to do with the decision making at the time. But I mean, surely she won't, she, won't, she won't do the same thing for the second time around. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, it was a good game, though. I'm not going to take that away. But for me, as a Stings fan, I was like, I'm concerned about their depth in that shooting circle. Depth, depth, What's going on? Where are the people? Like, if ever you want, if ever, if, if you have a team, right? Yeah, yeah. Whoever goes off, whoever goes on, sorry, whoever goes on must pick up the pace. Like, yes. If I'm down, I put someone else in. They must put up. The, they must pick up the pace. You can't just. Something was not happening there. Something was not happening, and you could see. Um, 
there was so much disconnection. You could see how much they missed Sean Moore in that circle. You could see how mm. much they missed um Bartlett in that center and in that center yes. third. There was just so much disconnection, and that's literally a worry for me. It's a worry for me. Yeah, it Very is. Very concerning. Yeah, it is. But Chim, I'm not gonna take anything away. They fought really yeah. hard in that yeah. quarter. And they just played with pride. And, you know, as I'm going to say it again, as a Stings fan, I was very happy. I was like, yes, girls, do them, get them, and everything. Because, to be fair, the Cranums are playing very well up until that last quarter. But they managed to pick it up. Yeah. You know? They managed to pick it up. And I was so impressed with um, the staff, the show, La Febrerado, man. I thought she was oh, very good. Oh, my word. As usual. Oh as usual. She's back like she was never gone. Exactly, is which is like phenomenal, eh? Hey? And the shots, mm. the confidence in shooting. Oh my god! Yes, the confidence. Yeah, guys, but guys, did you notice the competition for goal attack versus goal attack? Because they are the two informed goal attacks in South Africa. Yeah, so right? they for Norma. It was me. Who was getting this? Who was getting this bird? Who was getting? It was a fight. Exactly. Fight. Exactly. Because really I'm sure Nicole was, was looking at her like singing those shots, and Nicola. Nicole, so Nicole, sorry, she was also like doing her own thing, her magic. It was so interesting because I'm like, there's a personal battle going on between the goal attacks here. It was very crazy. To I me. don't want to be normal at this point. Exactly, me too. I don't want to. I be agree her. with you, Asamashe. Yeah. Sorry, but I don't want to be her. <laughs> She's a tough stuff. Very true. And we're gonna go to yeah. the next match. Yes. So the next match, another riveting match, was the Crinans versus the Fireballs. Um, so yeah, thoughts from this match? I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that. Yes. Go on, Ed. My problem, okay, first of all, great match. One goal. Just one goal, right? Stunning. Yeah. Um, everything was just on. Everything was just on. But I had a problem in that front also, the attack. I I think Retief was just in them from the get-go. Yeah, uh, from the first whistle, she rattled those shooters. She was not. She was not playing. Yeah, yeah. the thing is with it Retief, was, she has that presence. The physicality is there. Everything is there. It gets it. It gets to the shooters' heads. I feel like with Retief, what she does very well in the game is that. Because, I mean, she's not the tallest of keepers. Yeah. I think her movement and her footwork and her presence, because yeah. so much presence in that circle. Um, mm. I think someone tweeted that they would love to see, um, you know, the marks in the goal shooters after they play with her. Because she, she's just so, she's like in it, she's very passionate and she's like a leader. So she wants to lead with example in that shooting circle. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think she did a great job because, you know, Mgomuzulu is sort of, you know, one of the stars in the country, you know. Yeah. The commentators, you know, rave her up every week. But I thought that Ratif was like, I'm here, I'm gonna show you. If you're gonna roll, I'm gonna roll with you. You know, so it was mm-hmm. it was it was such an interesting battle. But with that, that Awongile, um yeah. do you think at that point, um um um, um Dr. Al Shayodan um could have made a change maybe somewhere in that shooting circle? Because you know you have your your fan Dake at the back who plays goalkeeper, but is number two or three um in goals uh, in in in, in I'm in the goal ladder. She's number two or three, but she's playing goalkeeper. Do you think um that change was probably needed in that circle? That's a good question, I say, Mathieu. Oh, Glenda, what do you think? Go first. <laughs> Ooh, you can go the first, thing is, Glenda. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think about the Crinum, in the Crinum's team. Who is their like fourth 
shooting option. So obviously we know ab- about you know the 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 starting duo in Nomfundo Ngomezulu in that goal shooter um, position yeah. and Sami Ngubane in yeah. goal attack. Yes, yes, and then yes, obviously yes. Tanita Van Dijk um, also is a backup goal shooter, and obviously as as Asimatle mentioned, she has really strong um, shooting accuracy. True. I'm not sure who their fourth shooting option is, it's and whether that fourth shooting. Oh, Protea, you, Jessica, you play C to play C. Sorry. Okay, 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 okay. Mm. So Jessica <laughs> Duplessis is the fourth shooting option for yes. the the fireballs, yeah. and she sort of covers goal attack and goal and wing attack. Wing attack. Um, yes. But my concern is, does she have the capabilities to keep that high intensity that the other three shooters um, are capable <laughs> of playing at? And I mean, in a game like this versus the Cranums, where you have the defensive duo of um, Retief and Rifilo and Keta, like. I, I wonder whether they have that depth um, with uh, Jessica Duplessis. So for me, I feel it was a wise decision by Dr. Elsa Yodan to rather keep Nomfundom Gomezulu and Semin Kubane on court. Because um, I feel like they have played pretty well under high pres- pressure um, situations. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, I agree with you, Glenda. But to go back to your point, Marce, do I yeah. think she should have made a change? Yes, in that goal shooter position. I think she should have rested Mumfundo maybe for a quarter or two. Put Tanita there because Tanita has the height. She can hold, she can pop in front, you know? Yeah. So I think had she had that option. Because now what we saw was that because Retief was rolling around Nomfundo and everything, she was like chasing yeah. her around. Then we had to start playing goal attack. She had to go back to the circle and stand. So now you had Umongi. Umongi had to do extra work in front. I mean, True. we know that Umongi can do that for two games in a row. But at the end of the day, Umongi has a World Cup to play. <laughs> we have to think about Umongi. Umongi yeah. has a World Cup to play, you understand? And you have Monica Gomez's. I thought she was beaten in the first quarter by um mm. Casey. Casey yeah. was she beat her. It was so crazy. She was all over her. Yeah. Because like Monica is usually the star of yeah, that, she that is. mid-court area. But I mm. thought Casey, she she monstered her. So now Bongi had to do work for both the goal attack and the wing at um the center as well. Center. But I mean they yeah. stood up very well and they came out firing in that final quarter and they won the game. They won the game. True. They won the game. True. Yeah, yeah. But for me, what, 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 what I picked up was that again the Crinams dropped the fourth quarter. What's the yeah. issue there, Glenda? I want to go with you. What's the issue there? With the Crinams, um, yes. I'm just looking at the score differences from the third quarter to the fourth quarter. So by the, at the end of the third quarter, the Crinams were 37 goals up, um, and the Fireballs had only 33 goals. So they were four goals up. The, oh, the Crimes had a four-goal lead. And then by the end of the match, the Fireballs won 45 goals to 44. So clearly the the Fireballs increased their volume by more than 10 goals. Um, and they were able to shut down the Crimes by only seven goals. So yeah. I think I think it's it was a sort of a case of you know, like teams know how to close teams, it off. 
Exactly, the team's ability in 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 finishing a game, in winning a game. Yeah, we always yeah. talk about does a team know how to win a game? And clearly, the Fireballs have that experience. Clearly, I mean, we know this because they won the 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 season last um last year. So with the Crinums, I feel like they need to really get into that winning mentality, into that sort of champion mindset, and yeah. and continue to maintain the high intensity and high pressure right up until the 60th minute. From the first whistle to the last whistle. Exactly, exactly, Asamashe. Yes. From what we've seen, they are good for 45 minutes. Then they tend to drop it. But we'll we'll see how that goes. But for me, I have to give Elsa Yudan her flowers. I mean, um, yeah. everyone in the country gives her her flowers, but I have to give her that change of Matsoko to wing defense. Oh, and the boom, Sony to center. And Chinam Dao, who is not that in the squad at wing attack. That yeah. was mm. a Indeed, indeed. I have to speak on this. Yeah, for yes. me, the battle was in the middle. Two centers, both. Two of the best mid-coaches in South Africa, without yes. a doubt. Bongim yes. Somi, Kanyisa Chawane, wing attack center, center wing attack, wing defense, Kanyisa. But they were both playing at center, right? For me, I was like, it was crazy. It was really crazy because they were running toe-to-toe, toe-to-toe. But yes, but Bongi's experience, I think yeah. for me, in that last quarter, like, just that it just like it just showed it just showed that she's very seasoned because at some point you see mm-hmm. her coming off Casey and like she would like hunt for intercepts. She was not doing man on man defense. She was going for intercepts. And I said, posted on Twitter that she's on her defensive era. And I was like, yes, true. She's on defensive era. And I'm like, yes, I'm living. I'm living for that. Yes. She's eating the goals up, and I I love it so much. She was. I love it. It was also interesting because it was also like a like a battle of like who's the fastest because they both exceptionally fast, right? Yes, they, they really are. are. I wonder yeah. who's be- I wonder who beats who in yeah. the yo-yo test. Um, also, one thing <laughs> I want to add as well, um, in the the fireball shooting end, did you guys notice how they it was basically like. The four players that were there. So when it was Ane Retief at goalkeeper, um, Rifilo Nketza at goal defense, Nomfundo Mgomezulu goal shooter, Semi Ngubane goal attack, all four of them um, in the like, past couple of months have been at the Spa Proteas training camps. So for me, yes. I was like, they've probably played each other so many times. Many times. Type of setup, which is so interesting. But though I don't think. Fifi trains, I'm in the circle in the yeah, national circle because yeah, she's more fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, but surely they know each other. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think Retief did her homework on them on, on, on Gubane and um, I'm Gomezulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did her homework on them and she literally had them. She was there the entire time, exactly. She Contesting did the entire and time. She did. And I was yeah. living, I was mad. Yeah, no, it was, I was, it was... mad that she was <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it was a great game a great game then speaking. just moving over to jaguars versus the stings i won't lie before this match started i had an expectation of who was going to win and then yeah after the first quarter the expectations were completely out the window so yeah. this match was won by the jaguars 53 goals to 40 goals um from the stings thoughts on this match 
the way I was so shocked by the gold margin, I couldn't believe it. Me because too. I was like, where are the stings? Where are the stings? Where are you guys? Exactly. Where are you? It was so what shocking. are they doing? Like, I was not expecting that margin. At least like a, a five yeah. or something. But like over 10 goals? Over 10 goals. Yeah, no. very hectic. Very mm-hmm. hectic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Marcia. But I think it goes back to what we said about the lack of depth because now it's mm. going to be a thing of they were missing, they, they did not have their starting shooter. Yeah. You know? Oh, I gosh. thought that um, Kandamaya was, she was the, the X factor for those things. But yeah. of course, you can only do so much, you know, because yeah, she's, true, true. she's new to the, to the scene and everything. So I thought yeah. that that was great. And then another thing that I want to talk about is what is Pumza doing at goal defense? <laughs> Child, she's attacking. She was so, it was so funny. I was like, she's so good. She's attacking the ball, but I've never she seen was her a- that. I have, I've never seen a GD before. Exactly, I think I've seen yeah. Her once. You have? For stings, for stings, for stings. For it was stings. in the final. In Back in the day. Game. Yeah. No. But they were losing also, so they just put her there. Right. I have a question. I quickly want to talk. Yes. Um. So with the obviously with the coaching and coming back from or obviously a loss in the previous game, going into mm. another match, mm-hmm. and starting with the same starting seven you had in the previous game. Like, what do you think of that? And especially when you know that you have a goal attacker sitting on your bench. Like in, in um, yeah. kind of mayor because she was sitting on the bench, and yeah, she, she was. She saw how 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 Rousseau and um and Hyatt were against Crinans. Do you oh. think she should have like brought kind of mayor earlier on? Into, I think so. Yes, definitely. I think, but to be fair, I think may, maybe there might have been a little bit of hesitation because we saw Audrey kind of mayor come in at wing attack. Yes. Um, in that that match against the Crinos, and I don't really think Adri Kaname is a wing attack. I think it's she her exactly um, her skill and her excellence is in the goal attack position. So I think maybe that was sort of part of the hesitation. But once Adri Kaname came in at that goal attack and uh, paired up with Nicole Taliat at that goal shooter, that's when you fun. saw the magic. That's when you and saw that. The, Exactly. Um, so I'm hoping that um, that's going to be now the starting shooting um, positions with those Very two. Cool. Adi Kanamea, goal attack, Nicole Taliat at goal shooter. Which a part of me is like, I feel like having Nicole Taliat at goal shooter, like we're not, they're not um, capitalizing on her strengths, like to the yeah. full, you know, they're not optimizing on um, what she's fully capable of. But unfortunately, with the cards that the Stings have been dealt currently with the injuries that they have um, in their team, I-, I guess this is the best plan B that they can come up with. I agree with you, Glenn. I agree with you, Glenn. I think that going forward, I think that they should start with Nikki and um, Gandamea in that circle. Um, but then again, mm-hmm. I'm going back to the thing that he said about, you know, Nikki is basically wasted at goal shooter. Yeah, because her biggest strength is driving the ball down and um, exactly. getting intercepts in that mid court and just crafting yes. up her defense. Yes, yes, 
But then I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something at you. I'm gonna say, okay. look at the work Stephoot does when she's at goal shooter for the Lightning in oh. the SSK. Okay. Ooh. I mean, I know that Nikki's not on that level yet, but yeah. she, she has the same skills with Stephoot. Like she she can see plays. She can basically set up everything. Create so space. I think that yeah 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 play. that was the word I was looking for. So I think that maybe going forward, they can just like work on that, how we can utilize Nikki in that attacking third and then maybe mm-hmm. Kanemaya kind of can just go and anchor there. You understand? Yes. But I mean, I'm not a coach, couch coach. Yeah. Vibes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Jaguars. So on the Jaguar side, uh, we saw Gamo Maseko being played at wing attack for the second time now. Um, in the previous match, um, I didn't. I, yeah, she, she she wasn't giving what a wing attack should. However, in this match against the Stings, you could really see how she she you know reviewed her previous game, her previous performance, and, yeah, yeah. and really came through and and yeah and really changed how she played. She had brilliant um, defensive intercepts. Um, yeah. I think she had three in a row, like literally within like like four minutes which is exceptional um yeah and then she even ended up winning player of the match yes yes and i really enjoyed her interview because she was you know as a as a player sometimes it's very like you know difficult to look back when you've had a mediocre performance but she said in the interview that i looked at my performance i was not happy and i was like today i'm gonna bring something different and i think that um that 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 attitude you know is great for her as a player because we know that she's also she's also one of the players who have been dropped from the squad. Um, yeah. She's not she's not going to play in the World Cup, but I'm sure she's maybe like saying to Norma, "You should have looked at me, girl." You know, she showed up. She was great, and what I enjoyed with her in that wing attack position was her ability to let the ball go. You know, because like you'd see yes. her, she'd like see the tiniest of gaps and she'd just like let the ball go. And for me, that is the strength of her wing attack. But then again, she's also played mm-hmm. in the circle, so she knows how the spaces work. So it is a great thing for her that now she's being played in this wing attack position. Hopefully her shooting is still on so that maybe when Norma selects um a squad for the next tournament, she's in there and now she plays two positions. Because at exactly. we've only seen her at goal attack, but in wing attack now, it's just like great for her. Properties chances. Exactly. She's showing that um the versatility that Gamo Masiko has, um, not just as a goal attack, but as a wing attack, but also as a player who is capable of getting intercepts and really, really good intercepts. Is she Kira Austin, maybe? <laughs> she's Maddie Hay. In, Maddie that, Hay. in that wing attack, she's Maddie Hay. Girl. We're not talking about SSN. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. Now let's let's move over to Division Two. Um, there was also some games played from that division as well. Let's talk about some plays that have been um impressing us. Um, Abongile, do you have a, a player that you've been really impressed by? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think she's becoming my favorite because I was so hard on her last year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like everyone was just so hard on Mushuri last year because yeah. I mean, she has the height. Yes. She plays with, she plays with you know, highly skilled players in her university team. Mm. Um, she's coached by Bongim Somi. Have to repeat that. Bongim Somi. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, so you know, 
and she just she she just comes in and you know for the past few seasons she's been very shaky but this year she has stood up i think she has the highest shooting accuracy in the competition if i'm not mistaken <laughs> yeah i think you i think you're right yeah yes she has the highest shooting um and we know that shooting accuracy is a thing in our tnl league like the shooters is really exactly. really struggling you know even yeah. in division one the shooters are struggling but mukuri she's been shooting in the 80s and the 90s and her hold has improved for me in the way she just like catches the ball and she commands the circle. And I think that has mm. a lot to do with the players around her and the coaching and whatever mm. she's been eating over, you know, the holidays has been working because she it looks has. different. She looks different. She looks great. She looks like she's in good headspace and she looks like she knows what she's actually like doing, you know? So yeah. I'm impressed with her. I, I don't know if they give out play of the tournament, um, of the tournament um prizes in division two but hopefully she gets it because she's taking it yeah she is she she, she really has improved and even um continuing on from musuri um her, her goal attack in marichelle fasahi for me that's that's the player that's really impressed me um in this division so oh, marichelle yeah, yeah, yeah. fasahi um yeah she plays for the tux team um so so she she at a university level, she plays with a lot of the players who are in the Jaguars team. Um, but in the TNL, she plays alongside Musuri in the Baobabs. And I feel that her, like, you can just watch one quarter of her play- playing and you will be convinced. She yeah, is yeah. absolutely amazing. Her movement, her strength in that goal attack. She is a playmaker. She is the sergeant in that attacking line for, for the Baobabs. Her accuracy, she can shoot from range. Like, I mean, yeah, a part of me questions why she's even in Division 2. She deserves a spot in that in one of the D- Division 1 teams. And I'm hoping that is a change we'll hopefully see um, next year. One of the teams need to, t- need to um, you know, recruit her. Um, so we can, re- yes, exactly. So we can see her strength in that Division 1. She, I personally feel she really does deserve to play that because her performance so far, like, has been amazing. Um, and she really has been a great backup, um, you know, alongside Musuri as well, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Well, I yeah. agree with you, Glenda. I've been impressed with her. I was impressed with her in Varsity Cup and she has shown mm. up this year. And, I mean, you did not know who the fourth shooter was for Fireball, so I think she can go there. But... <laughs> 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 um, but I don't know I don't know I think she's yeah, also we'll paying see. for a spot in the Division 1 because you know yes Division 2 is also part of the elite competition but if you want to be next in line for the pro tiers if you want the national selectors mm. to recognize you you have to play in Division 1 and I think that's exactly. part of her goals because I mean yeah. she's amazing so yeah Marcia, I'm scared of the pattern that we're going on because my player is also from the Limpopo Biobabs crazy right mm, um, i know this player from varsity <laughs> cup and she's she has she should impress me so much in varsity cup yes and i think it's her first year it's a it's her first year in tnl this year am i right okay yeah um, who is this who's your player cornelia mupenda oh my oh wife. of course she's yes stunning. i also love her amazing yes. she um this past weekend nine intercepts in one game six deflections sure that is crazy Major. How many? Sorry, how many intercepts? Nine intercepts and six deflections in one game. Is she from the something? I don't know her game. Right? <laughs> intercepts and deflections. Are you mad? 
Wow. That's crazy. Wow. That's, it's giving Shamira Sterling, actually. Oh, those are the kind of like stats that Shamira Sterling minutes. pulls. Exactly. Right. I wonder if that's a record, actually. That is crazy to me. That it is. is. It really is. Amazing. Her ability to go all the way is, is just crazy. Mm. I love her. Wow. Work. Yeah. I think that she's very hungry to, to play in TNL because she's been trialing, you know, for teams and stuff yes. like that. And oh, she has. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, that's just the hunger just like coming through. But over to you, Glenn. Yes, no, definitely. Um, I agree with you, Abongile. Um, and I think I think she she's another player for me that deserves to be in division one. And I think it's 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 surprising to hear that this is her first year in the TNL. Because 2023 isn't the first year that she's performed so well. I yeah. feel like we've seen her performing really well over a couple of years now. So yeah. I would say it's a little bit disappointing that this is her, you know, her entry, um, you know, so late. But um, on the other side of it, I'm happy that, you know, she's finally gotten that opportunity. And I'm hoping that with this opportunity she's gotten, that she's going to get even more opportunities and hopefully be picked up by one of the Division One teams. I think, I think she's here and I think she's here to stay. Oh no! Exactly. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Since we've discussed everything, I really like really because this is such a huge concern for me. I want us to go to the shooting stats. Um, I okay. know we did not talk about the Kingdom Stars in Division One, but their shooting stats were really stressing me out. Yeah. Even their mm. coach Ooh. in her interview, coach, um, the great Precious Mtembo, you know, she was not happy with the shooting stats of her team. So, yes, yes. Um, I agree with you. I agree with you, uh, Abongile. Um, even in the one match where um, uh, Pindile Sitole was playing yes. a goal attack, sure. It's just it was really hard to watch because it this really is a was good competition, and you know the standards which are expected. You know. Yeah. Mm. So I think that the shooting accuracy definitely needs to be addressed. Yeah, indeed. I think it goes back. Um. To like all the teams because i haven't been yes. really impressed by like most of the teams in terms of like shooting accuracy um most of the teams yeah. have been like 60s and you, you're like 60s on this level that's not good it's something really not good up. something is yeah. up and something needs to be looked into right now exactly for me i think what stresses me is that it's not it's not a problem that's unique to one team it's yeah. a unique across the board across, across so the yeah. And, you know, for some teams, for some teams, I understand. So, for example, like the Eastern Cape Allos and the yeah. Eastern Cape Comets, yeah. both of those teams from the Eastern Cape, they have their players split across two cities. And those two cities are three hours away from each other. Yeah. So yeah. they haven't had an opportunity to play all together as a team um, before the TNL starts, which... A part of me actually wants to think then at a management level. So the management of Netball South Africa... Um, they somehow need to step in and, and I don't know, yeah, yeah, search, yeah, yeah. change something somewhere to allow those teams to at least have, like, even if it's one practice altogether, you know? Um, I think, Glenda, I think it starts back at home, back at training. TNL must exactly. come back at home, back at training. Yes. Then yes. to the, arena, to the yeah. actual tournament. Yeah, I definitely agree. Otherwise, it's something that needs to be looked into because it's really, really disheartening. It's 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 very sad to see. It's very sad to watch when you see your favorite players missing 
goals constantly, game in, game out. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's especially that- because defensively teams are performing pretty well yes, we see intercepts all the time we see deflections we see gains and all those things but the issues come in when the ball reaches that shooting circle yeah so the problems need to be addressed in that shooting circle Definitely. i agree hard agree Glenda. yeah if you thought this is the end of episode two well you are wrong we have recorded a part two to this episode um, following the announcement of the World Cup squads, both for New Zealand and Jamaica. We felt we had to jump on and share our comments and thoughts. And trust me, you really want to listen to what we have to say. So click on part two to continue listening to this wonderful podcast.